0: After all this, you still...
1: I still want that gas, yes. And you had better deliver.
0: Uh, Welcome back to Greenhouse Gaslighting, dear listener. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's Friday night. Um, I'm under the influence uh, of what, you ask? Uh, Just the good vibes from you, dear listener. That's all I'll disclose. Yeah, good vibes. (laughs)
1: I'm, I'm drunk off a of capitalism, <laughs> bro. <laughs> what the fuck? What is that even supposed to do? Well, oh. It's provocative.
0: I, I don't even know if I can edit that out. Um, oh, shit.
1: <laughs> we can always start over. You know?
0: No, no, no cuts. No cuts. No I'm, cuts. Just. I, I promised an episode every week and we are doing it. Just raw dogging it. Okay.
1: What? <laughs> That kind of language is sexist. As a non-binary person, I'm allowed to say raw dogging.
0: As someone who practices raw As dogging. As someone <laughs> who
1: gets raw dogs, <laughs> I can say <laughs> whatever uh, I want. I'm
0: so worried that, like, what if one day my parents just find out about this shit? Future employers, if
1: you Future hear this. Future employers,
0: if you hear me, we do practice safe sex, uh, I guess. We
1: we do have sex in the safe, comfortable home that we have. And everyone should practice safe sex, though. Use a condom be on birth control
0: yeah and if y'all fucking in the pandemic uh you spread it you're the reason the lockdown no, extended no, no i'm sure sh- i'm sure sh- all depends. of y'all on fucking tinder during, it depends during the pandemic on who it is because what what do you people, mean depends on who it is i
1: mean there's some people who have been like safe and like maybe if you're having sex with like one person and depending on i think it really depends on your circumstances but i'm not gonna be like yeah go have like orgies and like threesomes with everyone you can during a pandemic you probably should chill um but if you everything in moderation as a, as a gets old
0: did you hear about that one like homophobic politician in poland who got caught at a gay orgy
1: that sounds like every american republican now and some of the Democrats. Um, just oops did you know that they were gay they just had like a gay orgy after passing a bill that gay people can't stand on the street um and we're just supposed to be okay with that
0: yeah I mean it's just it's just real sus that like all these states are passing these really draconian bans on transgender athletes and trans students and health insurance restrictions on trans people but People are more interested on the different tweets uh, pe- that journalists have done uh, that could be construed as transphobic. So, uh, shout out to y'all on Twitter.com. Y'all are really having a normal one.
1: Everyone's mad about uh, transphobia until so they have to, like, actually do something about transphobia. Then they're like, wow, people need to feel safe. I'm like, what about trans people? They shouldn't feel safe? Oh, okay.
0: They need to feel safe on Twitter.com. The real world can't help. Can't well, help.
1: they can't even feel fucking safe on Twitter because there could be transphobes and, like, people giving them th- death threats or words. Well, yeah, but
0: everyone's down to defend, like, the oppressed on Twitter. But, like, when it comes to, like, but that's the thing, some pushback, he, some, le- like, pushback on, like, draconian legal. Terms.
1: I, like, know, I will, I won't say I know. I follow, um someone who's non-binary and uses they, them pronouns and, like, got completely, like, unnecessarily, like, hounded on by, like, these cis people and, like, like, from... And it's just, like, so fucking shitty because, like, what did they deserve for you to be trying to radio them for absolutely no reason? And it's just, like... So many people were trying to stand up for them, but so many people were trying to tear them down and, like, ruin their lives. And I don't even think it was for something that was, like, controversial. It was probably like, oh, capitalism's wrong. And, like, respect people. And they're like, oh, no, how dare you? I don't respect people.
0: Well, that's just a normal day on Twitter.com. Am I right, folks?
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. That and... At least we don't have to see Chrissy Teigen's stupid face anymore. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I like first of all, I am at a point in my life where if I hear anything about Chrissy Teigen, my brain automatically is like, how can I delete Chrissy Teigen from my like brain
0: cells? Well, I mean, now it's done. But to be fair, I wasn't exactly paying attention. I think the only real people like examining her shit were like Q people, I think. Like, the the real QAnon people who are, like, her and John Legend are in some, like, Epstein-level conspiracy.
1: no, like, a lot of people hated her because some of her takes were, like, she was supposedly a a clapback queen. And, like, some of her takes were just, like, either you could, either they were, like, decent or they were, like, just really fucking off. And she just... Uh, but apparently, she still has a few um, Twitter accounts for like her other capitalistic
0: ventures. Oh, the um, Target pants! Gotta have the Target pants.
1: Like, I yeah. And apparently, she's got like this new like plant-based or eco-friendly cleaning line with none other than Kris Jenner, and I'm just like.
0: Man, how many of y'all gonna sell coconut husks to clean? <laughs> yeah. How many of y'all? y'all do the coconut water and coconut husk cleaning products, fucking industry. Y'all hoes will
1: do anything other than use fucking vinegar. Like y'all will, y'all will do
0: anything than, like, I don't know, pass the Green New Deal. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so or I'm even,
1: done. like, basically recycling. Like Oh, my <laughs> God. Don't
0: even get me started. The fucking uh, gas stove versus electric stove discourse. People will just defend their consumer choices and the stupid celebrities they follow but when it comes to actually doing anything for someone there's nothing and on the subject of doing absolutely nothing for people uh did you hear uh president obama is back oh my with my podcast
1: i thought you were gonna talk about president joe biden um <laughs> <laughs> president joe biden is back Saying absolutely nothing and wanting you to do something about
0: America—that's
1: um, also but Biden's did you, philosophy. Did you hear what was? Did you uh, see that round I mean, of
0: tweets where it's like he, Obama's? He, <laughs> Jesus, I'm going to be accused of talking over you. There you go again. Um, oh, yep, <laughs> listeners, she is side eyeing me. <laughs> it's it's real bad. It's real bad here at the studio. Um, so. I forget there was this, like, one week of tweets where, like, there was a glitch on one of, like, the news uh, clips of him, like, addressing the press. Mm -hmm. And it looked like he was just clipping through the green screen for whatever reason. (laughs) And then people made, like, a bunch of edits to, like, have fun with it or, like, whatever. And it's... I don't like to be conspiratorial. I don't like to get too deep in the reads with some of this shit because you go nowhere. I had Epstein brain for a minute and it was not fun. But you just see this shit and you see him like glitch through reality like an NPC oblivion and <laughs> it's it's just is he real? Is he just a guy they put in a freezer and then bring him out whenever like something tragic happens and it, it it's suspicious to me because I'm just remembering that bullshit uh where Joe Rogan endorsed Bernie and then Joe, Joe Biden comes out with uh, trans rights jack and then um, <laughs> is is really silent on these bands but okay listen here's trans well <laughs> so so to speak more about uh, president's embroiled in conspiracy theories mm-hmm. um, president obama and bruce springsteen are back with renegade in the usa i i, I don't know i don't fucking know but I just, I can't believe that this, to become a successful podcaster these days, you gotta be president for you two gotta, times. You
1: gotta, I guess. So don't be surprised if um to increase the uh, viewership, um either him or I will, both, like, run for president. And Shh. um I will go extremely full Hillary Clinton. But... I, but but that's the track of... record.
0: That's the track record, isn't it? Of like highly professional, successful female Seriously. partner, and then they're just fail like husband who like watches <laughs> Chapo and like has a podcast with like forty subscribers. Just vibing that's the that's the career track, his
1: bros. And then like the the wife who has like multiple degrees, but is literally like. Like, how do I try to manipulate my husband into me finally getting fucking respect? And I kinda don't wanna do that because I love you. Um uh, and I'm also don't have like this Nancy Reagan kinda like mommy son fetish for you. So like yeah, no one talks about that. Or it was it Reagan or was it Nixon? I can't remember. They're, I no both because what
0: a- disgusting. Okay <laughs> <laughs> No, with Nixon as far as I understand. Oh and,
1: yeah, it was Nancy Reagan. Yeah, it was Nancy Reagan. <laughs> well it
0: was also Mike Pence, but that was Oh not the, no Mike not...
1: Mike Pence and, <laughs> his relationship with his wife is so they are they are That is a
0: man deep in the closet. I
1: I I I do not understand Mike Pence and I really hope he just, I hope that the next political like gay orgy scandal is Mike Pence just so I can feel validated. And I need this small little validation because there is no way that that man is an ounce not, I don't think he's straight. I don't think he's uh, he might like. I don't, I don't even want to say he's ace because like that's rude to ace people, but like he, he is uh, like he is not, he's not sexual and he's so scared of, sex. yeah, he's
0: asexual in a pathological way. That's yeah, what's disturbing, but about like, it.
1: and it's like, like, it's like, dude, either figure your shit out or like leave everybody else alone. Um, but. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he went to a, a gay conversion camp as a youth and liked it, and that's why he's, like, so pro.
0: But, and, and it's it's one of those funny things, because it's like, oh, you got to go to Indiana and understand, because, like, it's like, I've been to Columbus. You, it's so you have, weird. It's so weird, because it's like, you look at that town, and it's like, huh, typical sleepy Midwest shit, right? And then knowing Indiana is, like, the kind of right-leaning state it is in the Midwestern chunk. Um, You can see it happening, but Columbus is one of those weird towns where, like, it's highly industrial and it has, like, its little, like, 60s art scene that never took off. And then you have the alleged story that Pence had, like, liberal parents... They were probably like union liberal types, maybe. So maybe they weren't as like socially liberal. But, but that's
1: the thing that that tells you everything about liberals that you need to know when you think it's
0: you. a cultural identity. It's not like an actual political ideology. At but that like, point. think like, about
1: like, um and I think about this often, like Hillary Clinton's parents. Oh like, dear God. one her mom was a Democrat, her dad was a Republican. Republican. Um, she was a Republican and then decided to be a Democrat. Um, that's similar to Gretchen Whitmer at aka Gretchen Wiener's uh governor of Michigan currently. Um her dad was a Republican, her mom was a Democrat, and she flipped the coin and decided to become a Democrat, probably because She knew she would be more successful as a woman in politics. But it's just, it's not because you have these like drastically different ideas. It's just, you are slightly different on the spectrum than someone else. And even when you look at the like very stereotypical far right to far left spectrum, you still realize that, the democrats and the republicans are at the same spot but like just on the other side it's the same (laughs) cohort of people
0: it's just do you think the 60s went far enough or not like
1: it's like okay like am i gonna pretend to care about black people am i gonna pretend and it's not even like am i gonna pretend to care about black pocs poor all of this other stuff it's like Pick two. And if you can pick two out of this, like, list, this imaginary Democrat, like, list, then you're technically a Democrat. And then you now have to vote for Democrats and you now have to uh, run as a Democrat and decide to tell other people to care about these two little things. And that's how you live your life. And you make your bread and butter. It's not... Uh, you you not
0: making bread and butter. you having brioche and truffle butter or something <laughs> like that. Shit.
1: That one meme of the farmer. He's just leaning on the tractor and he's like, It's not honest. It ain't much. No, it's not the other honest, one. but it is much. Chaser. I'm up past the Can it come down? We're too fading. Way out in the stars. She said, Come
0: worry i just worry because on the one hand like the good thing about having a podcast that just started and like having no following is you can kind of say whatever you want but at the same time like what if it did blow up what i mean if
1: it does i like i think the thing is is and the thing that's wrong with all of this like quote-unquote cancel culture of people like pulling up things that were like just moderately like bad takes or something and then canceling them or quote-unquote trying to cancel them, is that, like, I mean what I say. And I'm not going to pretend like I don't... Like, I will tell you this in any uh, setting other than, like, possibly an interview.
0: Um Well, I mean, I would still say the same things I said about these elected officials. I would probably walk back the tone, maybe, but, like... I don't... I, I, I mean, don't... it's one
1: no and i think it's mostly not only because i am under an influence or two but because like we are in this point of time and bullshit and like a end of a era of um america the great and we're still pretending like it's okay but like with COVID, it's so obvious that it's not okay. It's not okay at all. But
0: everyone, especially, like... I mean, the most diseased version of this, I feel like, is the Cuomo liberals. Like, mm-hmm. like the people who live in, like, fucking L.A. L.A. Right. But order mugs that say I'm Cuomo sexual. Like, uh, that is the most hey. diseased, like, way to look at this. And, like... It's it's something that I find strange about how liberals have been very unwell since Trump came and left. Which is, they just need to lionize these Democrats who, at least in my estimation, are responsible for the conditions that led to someone like Trump getting in office in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, just because Cuomo has a fucking D next to his name... That doesn't mean you have to fucking now start to defend him, especially when there's credible allegations of sexual assaults, especially when or, well misconduct. I I don't really want to get into that, but uh, you know, there's there's credible allegations that there's sexual misconduct by him. There's the very real fact that uh, elderly people died in nursing homes under his watch as governor. And, and- if we
1: can't, like, he had like fucking refrigerated tubs. And I know like a lot of people but like just chilling like the like
0: freight trains refrigerated of like people's of oh, the vaccine. <laughs> and this was the worst hit region of the United States. And like I get I get the idea that like okay, we want to roll it out to seniors first. But when you're in a position where the vaccine's going to go bad, why punish people for like fucking uh Getting the vaccine a little bit early, especially when like we want as many people vaccinated as possible.
1: Yeah, like the funniest thing to me, and I don't really condone it, but like I truly am like, I, like I understand the desperation. But when like those younger people got caught trying to uh, get vaccinated. And they dressed up as older women. And like. Oh, dear God. And I like. That's like so funny to me. And it's not. It's one. It's so sad because like to think that you would. That these. There's also, like, taking vaccines from, like, elderly people. We don't know their circumstances. They could have been doing it to, like, go to spring break or whatever. But, like, the fact that we live in America and, like, that is something where you're, like, that is deplorable. But I, I honestly see where they're coming from because it's just, it's a desperation that we're in. Well, what if you're an essential worker?
0: You know what I mean? Oh, like I am? Yeah, I mean, again, the, the definition unquote. of essential worker has been, like, the most nebulous part of this, which, by the way, we're one year in the fucking pandemic now. We're one year into yeah. this Especially, social distancing thing, right? And, um, like, I, and, again, like, you know, I can't say that I've been the most responsible person. I literally had to make the choice of, like, well, I guess I'm moving in with my girlfriend, so I am probably one of those problematic people. But at the same time, like what people saw was literal failings in the system that they exist in. Literal cracks in the infrastructure that were just blown out of proportion because either we've sold too much of the supply line abroad or that the federal and state governments have refused to take ownership of those issues. And then when a crisis like COVID hits, you can see other centrally planned economies in countries like, take the hardest stance possible for two weeks and then, like, have a very severe reduction in cases. And then you have America, where basically the president looks at you on TV and says, you're fucked. You're SOL. You're up shit's Creek. Do what you want. Do what you want.
1: Yeah, it's... And I think it's really funny that it has been officially a year, especially of um, Michigan's, like guidelines like the I think it was Monday March 23rd 2020 is when the start of Gretchen Whitmer's uh, guidelines were going and that that was like you know a time and that's a good year ago Um and we have gone through so many ups and downs of guidelines so many lack thereof restrictions right now like almost everything is open other than like, um, I said (laughs) the other day, other than nightclubs and kissing booths, um, everything else is fucking open, um, or like open some way. And today we are second in the fucking country for COVID. Like before it was just, we were second in the country for the B117 uh, strain, but now we're second in the country for COVID. Um, And there is no real understanding of what Gretchen Whitmer is going to do. I know she's gotten some of her powers taken away from her, but she's also just bent over backwards for like these restaurant tours who are allowing their. Employees to be literally shitted on and coughed on by like the customer base of stupid assholes who probably have COVID but really want to sit in their local restaurants or Applebee's for some reason. And no one's caring about not only the general public, but the working class person.
0: I think what COVID has Explicitly shown is the ruling class of this country has decided that the spice must flow. Nothing changes. And what we see very nakedly is um, the right to consume is all that persists. The right of uh, not just the reaction, the most reactionary people, but even just you know this kind of middle class that's just funneled the wealth and gets to sit in the professional... Uh, managerial class right Mm -hmm. and that's unfortunately where i'm at is i get to i get to stay at home and ride this out i get to um you know follow the guidelines and notify my boss that i you know i'm dealing with covid and i need time off i get excused and then for folks who are working food service folks who are working in the fucking grocery uh, stores across the country Folks uh, driving trucks and shit, and even Amazon for crying out loud. I mean, just being worked to the bone and worked to to to, exp- to exposure at its at its highest. And we're, we're, I mean, we're seeing the class divide in America at its most naked, at its most stark. Mm-hmm. And again, that's why this push for Amazon workers in Bessemer, Alabama. I mean, this is this is critical we finally reached the i or at least i feel like we're reaching the critical mass where enough people are saying okay we want to see it at the table
1: yeah
0: even if they can't say we're done being exploited they will at least say we're going to set some terms on how we how we you know sell our labor to you and that's critical especially now and it's it, it's so hard especially
1: because a lot of people are we are not even asking for like better hours, better treatment, all of this. I like I'm like if you pay me a adequate amount that I can like pay my bills and not worry, I will kind of deal with this abuse. And that's fucking shitty. That sucks that I'm like I'm okay with it, but if you like probably paid me like more, I would be like, "Uh, but like that's that's at where we are." And, like, it's so hard to even think about wanting, like,
0: to be treated better. But that's how histrionic I find corporate America lately is just production and export and everything has to be up up top. And profits have to be sank or Mm-hmm. And what we're asking for wouldn't even be a haircut on the bottom line.
1: Oh, like, they could literally just... They
0: will still be in the green at the end of paying their workers a higher salary and... Uh, Even, you know, even with Medicare for All, right? I mean, for crying out loud, like, everyone dismissed Bernie as this, like, absolute Stalinist type when, you know, he had very, very moderate, uh, what could be compared to uh, European social democracy, like, 50 years ago. Very mild reforms, very mild demands. And he wasn't even encouraging violence. And that's the that's the refrain of that oh socialists are here to do violence. He was competing within the system legally. He mm-hmm. was there to uh contest the vote at the ballot box and bowed out gracefully even when he didn't need to. So I I I don't have much in terms of what we do. I'm still thinking on that. A lot of people are thinking on that. A lot of people a lot of people are thinking about it. But um I think it's time to accept that the game is rigged. It's time to accept that these people aren't playing fair, and that's that's where I'm at. Stop pretending that uh these people have your back because and by these people I'm talking about the Democratic Party as a whole is they are not offering a concrete resistance. They're flying by the skin of their teeth and I mean this whole business with the with the stimulus check right I mean this is proof of this. Where they've said 2000 If you get us, these two senators in Georgia, $2,000 checks are on the table. And it took, what, three months to roll it out?
1: I still don't have mine. Dear God. Um, The last time I checked, it said that it was going to be mailed out on the 24th. And I'm like, okay, what that got to do with my... Having it in
0: my bank account. They they'll find some way to justify it on that ship that's blocking the Suez Canal. Don't worry about it. That that ship is blocking the stimulus. And
1: it's 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 really it's so crazy because I know so many people who have experienced some type of like a bullshit with their payments either on their stimulus or their unemployment. And I received the first two checks, no problem, and I am still well 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 under the um the like minimum or the maximum amount and it has taken me it's now a whole week and two days after the fucking checks have gone out to people's bank accounts and I still don't even have the physical check and it's like what how am I supposed to um do use this like i remember when we were mad that the checks were gonna come in in march mines might not be here until fucking april and then what else and there's no relief on the horizon they had to fight teeth and nail to get that and there's still no guarantee that we're gonna get any more money
0: which and but that's the whole thing it's like I think what Democrats are failing to recognize and they'll hide behind, well, we can't let people get too reliant on these checks. I mean, that's a Republican talking point for crying out loud. That is literally. That's literally like Bush era shit. But, But oh, my God. But again, it's just, you know, people are going to remember. And again, most people are not diseased like me and Sky are that we pay attention to politics. Most people are pretty disengaged. They'll check the headlines and they'll maybe get a meme. And they have friends who post political memes and are either like, you know, semi sympathetic but turned off or are fully turned off the process. Mm -hmm. And maybe some of that cohort votes. Maybe some of that cohort doesn't vote. What I think is going to happen is people are just going to remember they got 1,800 from Trump at a bare minimum. And they got fourteen hundred from Biden, and that fourteen hundred came with teeth pulling. So, if the Democrats really want to fucking turn their chances around and maybe keep the slim margin they have uh, in twenty twenty two, and they don't want to lose lose the White House in twenty twenty four, they need to start changing their tune. They, I'm not even calling for a democratic socialism. I'm even calling for just fucking FDR type shit. If that's all we can have.
1: That is too much organi- uh, organizing for the current Democratic Party. Well, and that's
0: the thing is they've fully accepted that they don't want to do it. And I, I was having this conversation with a friend and I I hope I can expand on this point somewhat. But it kind of just feels like the deregula- de- deregulatory approach and the decentralization approach that the Republicans are taking is there to prop up the profit motive. It's there to prop up big business. And to let them go about unbothered. Mm-hmm. Then there's the you know the state the interventionist and regulatory model that people criticize the Democrats for. That exists to support the profit motive and to support the exploitation and to keep things at a bare minimum level of acceptability, but ultimately don't change things fundamentally for people. It's just management instead of uh, letting it go unfettered. But both don't seem to be helping people. And you know, all they're saying is, "Well, take the Democrats because they're the only game in town." And it's how much longer? How much longer before people say, "Fuck it, I'm not playing."
1: Um. Well, I think we're really getting to that this point, and I think, I think we, before COVID, we were like slowly inching, especially with the election of Trump. People were trying to pretend like, oh, this has to end. This has to be over this is the worst like america's really gone down hills. like literally that's not how it fucking works because if something like this is happening it's because something like this was always happening it it was a long long Hall type of situation. It was something bubbling up before then. It wasn't one single incident. It was a bunch of incidents that strung together and then created what we have and we know to have today. Um, But I think we are hitting a point where people feel like they're getting towards the and and getting fed up but I think corona really brought that to the forefront in a lot of people's lives because it just it just shook everyone in some kind of way um even if you haven't lost someone even if like you were just like uh started to work from home even if you're in a state that is very loose in restrictions and you have been acting like everything is normal, still your lives are changed. Um, and I think people are realizing that they think you can survive on seven twenty-five an hour and 1400 for however long, that's not realistic and something needs to, to happen.
0: Well, if ordinary people can't catch a break, how do they expect Sam Wilson, the Falcon? <laughs> I mean, I mean, my god. I, I There's been a lot of talk lately about, you know, Marvel versus DC and the uh, well, DC pro- literally sucks. I I'm kind of just done with the whole superhero thing
1: right now. I, I get that, but DC actually sucks. Like Gal Gadot. That's all I'm gonna say. I, she literally ruined I, okay, Wonder Woman Okay, but Scarlett for me. Johansson. I know. Like I'm I just, hate I'm her just too. saying, like
0: they all have their cast of <laughs> of just attractive people with bad politics. I'm not. I'm not too worried about that part well, of it. Is Scarlett Johansson attractive, or is she a tree? Oh,
1: um, attractive.
0: Okay, so. <laughs> I'm I'm mainly talking about this, this news uh, show they got going on after WandaVision ended, which is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think there's something to be said about how, as of late, they've been trying to infuse a lot of like politics into shows. Because that's the only avenue that people seem to be able to express any of this. Mm-hmm. They can't express any animus about the stimulus being inadequate. They can't express any frustration about... Uh, the injustice or the uh decay in our system but what they can do is show a black superhero who saved the world from thanos right like Mm -hmm. (laughs) who like fought his armies at in, in fucking upstate new york in that fucking movie and the whole approach of well what if superheroes dealt with the same things you did and it's like Well, okay, now I have to watch this man uh, basically get discriminated against by the police, get discriminated against at a bank. And I'm like, is this what it takes for people to understand that racism is real? They have to see it happen to a Marvel character?
1: I mean, well, I think the thing is, is, like, people... And it's hard for me because, especially someone who... Really likes TV and like. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with liking this stuff, by the no, way. No, no, no. I, I understand that. But like, it's just like a. Either we. Either they t- like have any kind of talk about the person being black or they completely ignore it so that does lead to a lot of trauma porn kind of situations or trauma porn scenes um that are reliant to like whatever kind of backbone but like before there are white people who literally will act like none of this shit was happening before like there wasn't housing disparities and like racism medical racism all of that and i think normalizing it is is Jeez. um it's kind of really important in this situation in a bullshit way because i could either be watching um a tv show about a white man who um defaulted on his mortgage and i'm just like yeah this is basic like oh white people also go through struggles (laughs) or like I can I can see them try to integrate black people but I will say I do want less trauma porn and more just black people living but I do feel like they're doing it semi-right because if you think about the fact that not only is he black but with the blip or whatever they're fucking calling it for uh, where people were gone um, after the snap. Like you don't have any credit for five years. Banks are so predatory. And unless they're like literally like illegally allowed to discriminate against you for those times, they would. So that's like very realistic, especially for like someone who they're, their supposed business of their family, where they're like shrimp farmers or whatever you call them shrimpers, shrimpers. Um, and like they weren't making that much money, so it's understandable, but I think the like what you said before, like. Why the fuck is this black superhero not getting paid? Or like, how much like, is well, he getting paid? There
0: could be a whole gag about how Tony Stark was stiffing. That um, could be a whole gag. But okay, well, but the, here's here's what I'm getting at is like, I think what the discussion turns into is, well, they got the trauma right, and yeah, I, I don't think that's relevant. I like it's like why why we gotta watch a little trauma
1: porn in the middle of my superhero TV show, um. But I, like, I don't know. This one is really slow to start, which I'm like, ain't y'all only got six episodes? You should probably pick it up. Um, So I guess it'll be interesting to see how dense episode three is going to be. Um, because that's, like, the halfway point. So we're getting closer to a climax or something that's...
0: I mean, if all culture is going to be superhero stuff... Y'all might as well try to make it good. That's
1: it. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, well, that's the thing is uh, either we have to make a conscious understanding to be like, can't fuck with Marvel anymore, which I kind of don't want to do. Like, I it's, it's very stupid for me and everything, but as someone who liked superheroes and comic books, like, low-key, but was too poor to, like, actually get into comic books, um... But as someone who's always like, like these things, it is comforting to watch that, it, but it's just so annoying. It's like, Hey, Disney, I know y'all got like all the money in the world and you can literally do whatever you want, but can you please give some money to someone to like create an original idea? Like, can we please get something that isn't just a reboot or a reimagining of an old story or it's someone
0: else's IP that you turn into a movie like, like
1: like i was like really into for a while um like being a stupid english major and creative writing major like Obviously, Shakespeare, hoo, hoo, hoo. But I was into, like, the remakes of Shakespeare stories, and I'm just like, fuck Shakespeare. This dude fucking stole all of his shit. So, like, plagiarizing on over-plagiarizing, let me create something new. (laughs)
0: Like, concepts. And and that's the thing, too. It's like, I don't think the answer is Ban Marvel. But I think what what it's turned into and i th- this is coming from someone who's a recovering MCU fan is they kind of just take over the film market hegemonically mm-hmm. and i'll just admit that like i was the kind of person who like i just didn't come from a home where we watched movies a lot or watched tv a lot and then i just had friends like hey, let's go let's go watch the movies or something and then just there was a period where the marvel movies took over everything and then i got depressed didn't watch movies for a minute, and then I think what brought me back to the theater was, like, that, that little age of, like, when Moana came out and then, like, fucking Black Panther right after that. hmm And I think it was just because I was so desperate to see, like, the bare minimum of content that it, like, was emotionally appealing to me in some way. hmm And then you just, you know, you get attached to the Marvel Universe that way, Right. But what ends up happening is, like, these movies are now, like, the dominant thing that people go see. They now have their own platform that they can stream on so that they can bypass the fact that no one can go to a theater during COVID. And at least in the... Again, everyone who talks about movies is mentally unwell in some way. But of the people who talk about cinema like that, there's been this push to, like recognize marvel movies and in particular the superhero genre as like this hegemonic dominant thing that deserves to be on top and i just remember like we were all supposed to be mad that scorsese didn't like them and then i think back and it's like but he has a point even if you don't like scorsese he has a point there's no reason for these movies to be on top because if the whole point is that it should be about art then they shouldn't have to fight in the market for it Mm -hmm. and i think that's the ultimate issue with you know can you have uh artistic freedom in capitalism some would argue yes some would argue no i'm not i'm not an expert i'm not really an artist but i think it goes to show that like yeah marvel has too much fucking dominance over the fucking film market and uh say disney well, did, actually, yeah, Disney at this point, because now they got Star Wars, they got the fucking all the other shit. But that's the thing is, even if they didn't have all
1: of the other shit, Disney is the reason why Marvel has all of this money. And is having this um, very aggressive jump into overtaking
0: media. Oh my God, it's almost like Disney has a pattern. I mean, yeah, that's the thing—is the monopolistic drive and how deregulated everything's fucking got. Where I mean, Disney literally—I mean, yeah—they are like the hegemon in the media space now. Yeah, and I that
1: psh, like and that I, should
0: be frowned on. I I'm not but, sure how to solve that, but that should be frowned on. But I guess the thing
1: about Disney is they aren't unique in this. Like, they're unique of how they do it, like did it and do it. Um, but like all other media is just five other guys with Disney controlling everything and making us seem like there are multiple different like so many different um, news sources and like companies and everything and you like realize uh Viacon is like in charge of half of the world and yeah <laughs> and it's just like, Disney is just trying to do it I think faster than a lot of other companies did or a lot of companies slowed down a lot and Disney's like Um, and that's what happens when you have a lot of money and they have tried to improve um, the things that they have swallowed but you know
0: I may have to heavily edit and censor this video. I just, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, closing thoughts. Um, be nice. Wear your mask. Yeah, uh, wear a mask. Wear your mask correctly, I should say. Um, and just know that this shit isn't okay and we shouldn't just be pretending like it's okay um and beating ourselves down because we know that it isn't
0: i think that's very prescient might i add my final plug for the night well thanks again listeners for tuning in to this episode of greenhouse gaslighting if you hear a lot of chops and cuts, well, just know it was for your good. Just know that I'm a mess. <laughs> I I I'm not exactly doing well either. But again, you know, I think I've gotten better with the editing function, and that's it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, final plug. We finally have a website. It is greenhouse gaslight dot dot com slash home or go to the facebook page and then click on the website yeah just subscribe guys just subscribe to like our social media page right. subscribe to the youtube and right. I, I keep saying this just e- email or dm us we're very responsive like
1: get on the spotify's or the apple musics yeah we're on a lot of apps or uh i don't know what other people listen to podcasts
0: Uh, Just hang on, hang on, hang on. I got, I got all the apps. I'm gonna fucking read it right now. All right, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Castro, Castbox, PodChaser, Pocket Casts, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Podcast Index, Podfriend, and of course on the website. You can get our RSS feed link i'll probably just edit that sound effect then
1: no use my voice as the sound effect sure baby whatever you say
0: (laughs) all right with that uh i'm signing off tonight uh take care guys stay safe um pray for me i've had diarrhea all week